This is Arvette McLean and Diana Wright of Speak, The Universe Listens. We love inspiring and providing the tools needed to be your best selves, to live your best lives, and to easily create abundance in your relationships, finances, and health. Greetings. I am Arvette. I am Diana of the podcast Speak, The Universe Listens. We invited you to ask us a question and we'll be answering one question each week. And we had so many wonderful questions, but we selected a question from Denasia Canis this week. And her question is, can you give advice on getting past childhood trauma and forgiveness in order to live a better life now without holding on to that? So I can definitely speak to that and I've had childhood trauma that I've dealt with for many years, but how I decided to get past that was I wanted happiness. I didn't want to feel the pain. I didn't want to feel the hurt. I was tired of crying and having that bitterness inside of me. So in order for me to continue my life, I had to let it go and move past that. And even though the person that hurt me, I did forgive that person because that person stayed in my life only at my choice, but my decision that I wanted happiness versus the pain. And that's how I basically got through it. And I, too, um, have experienced childhood trauma. Um, I've been sexually abused, physically abused, emotionally abused, and just the whole gamut of things that um, go along with that. Um, and what I know for sure is that the trauma of your childhood can settle into your body. The, the feelings, the emotions, it can just settle right there. You can, you'll feel the fear. You'll feel the insecurities. You'll feel um, like you're not confident. You're not good enough. You're not worthy. Um, you'll feel the anger and the bitterness and the sadness. And all of that will just settle in your body, and it can become a way of being. Um, and so we can either choose to continue to live our life from that space where everything's colored through that way of being that you're used to, or we can decide to do something about it. Um, and so, of course, by you asking the question, Denasia, we already know that you're deciding to do something about it. Um, and typically, there are two things that you can do. So the first thing is what we kind of already know, which is to do self-analysis, to start talking to people about these things, to start journaling, um, you know, maybe go to counseling or have therapy. All these things can help you to uh, pull out the trauma and deal with it effectively. Um, the issue with this, is, first of all, that will work. That's a perfectly good way to do it. Um, the issue with this is that it can take a long time. The second thing that you can do is actually start recognizing your connection to all that is and recognizing the divinity that's within and start tapping into that divinity. Um, and so what you want to do, Denasia, is to start picturing yourself as the person you would want to be. Who is it that you would love to be? What would you love to feel? What would you love to experience? And you start projecting yourself into that future now. You start projecting those yourself, how you feel, how you want to feel. You want to do that right now. So you want to feel confident. You want to feel worthy. You want to feel lovable. You want to feel powerful. All the things that you will love in your life. Um, feeling joy and having wonderful relationships. Just start seeing yourself in that space, become that person in your mind every day. Start experiencing that for yourself every day. And that's what's gonna magnetize those situations to you. It's gonna magnetize those experiences, the people, and just the abundance of love will start flowing your way. Um, what you can get more information from one of our episodes of Speak the Universe Listens, such as episode number one, 
which is we are more powerful than any situation. And then also episode number four is a good one, which is called Victim or Victor. So thank you so much, Denasia, for your question. And we hope that our answers will help you towards your journey of living your best life. So keep the questions coming. Today's topic is stress in your health. So Diana, talk to me a little bit about stress. Okay, um, hmm. well, stress for me, I mean, stress comes in so many different ways and I know how, as far as with stress, it's I have, how stress can affect my body. If I'm stressed out about anything, um, and I don't, I'm not able to release that stress in any kind of way as far as with exercise or meditating. It starts affecting, it starts affecting my body and I start to get sick. I'm tired all the time. I can't focus. Um, I may be, you know, a little bit more angry. Um, just not, everything is just off center when I have a whole lot of stress within me. But for with me, I really get sick. My body reacts very quickly when I'm over, overwhelmed with stress. So it affects every aspect of my life, whether it's my job, family, um, and, and something that I'm working on within myself to not have so much stress and be able to have a different thought process and be more at ease. And that's coming with the meditation, that's coming with the exercising. So, so many things I can allow myself to kind of stress me out because I'll just work myself um, to the point of where whatever I'm doing within my life until I'm exhausted and taking on other things that um, without releasing those things. Mm -hmm. So what are some of your stressors? Um, some of my stresses is really, uh, I would say family related things that, um, that goes on uh, within my family sometimes relating to um, relationships, finances, all of that. Um, um, a lot of health problems within my family. Um, and it's kind of difficult because just realizing that growing up with certain elders in my family, and then of course, you know, we all pass on, but it's not a lot of the elders that's left. Mm -hmm. And, you know, every year so far, you know, we're losing another and we're losing another. And I feel like it's all of our, our history you know, it's kind of going away and then it's the pressure of, you know, my immediate family, my brothers and sisters that are left. And I'm like, oh my goodness, we're becoming the elders of the family. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of stress in that sense. And um, some of my brothers and sisters um, are not in good health from that standpoint. So I think it goes to, it's the stress that I put on myself. Um, and a fear of losing more people out of our family. Mm -hmm. um, some other stresses is just, um, I'm not going to say work-related stresses because I'm in a good place mm -hmm. um, and now and not allowing myself to get overwhelmed. I'm putting myself on the right path where that's concerned. Um, other stresses is just, I guess I would say, moving past um, moving past some of my fears mm -hmm. um, of the things that I know that I'm capable of doing, but making that first step and actually doing it. Um, and I've proven to um, myself in a lot of ways of releasing some of that stress as far as exercising. Mm -hmm. 
and um, and it's invigorating to me. It has released a lot of stress, and um, knowing that all I have to do, all I had to do, was just decide that I'm going to do this every single day. Um, and I have watched the changes happen rapidly mm. just by changing my whole thought process and my determination behind it. Mm -hmm. So that's some of them. Okay. And then also the positive side of it. Terrific. So um, a lot of the stuff you say that I can kind of relate to um, specifically right now. Um, for whatever reason, I've just been having this knee issue. Right. And I'm allowing that to really stress me, even though I'm sure that the knee issue came as a result of me being stressed about something else. Mm -hmm. But now I'm allowing the knee issue to stress me. So um, I was at my workout group and someone said, have you ever thought about having stem cell injections or something like that? And so he was like explaining to me how. They were gonna. He was about to have stem cell injections in his shoulder, mm -hmm. and he was like, um, "That basically they were gonna take the stem cells. I, I feel like he say from his hip, and they were gonna inject it into his shoulder, and that the stem cells will regenerate the cartilage in his shoulder. Mm -hmm. So basically, okay. the stem cells become whatever is needed in the part of the body. Mm -hmm. So anyway, he's telling me this, and." Um, of course, I don't want anybody injecting me with anything. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's your own stuff. <laughs> However, it caused me to um, want to do a little research on the stem cells. And I came across, I, I believe it was um, Dr. Bruce Lipton. Um, but at any rate, I came across um, some research on stem cells where the person was explaining that um, when he started doing research on stem cells years and years ago, he was like one of the leaders um, in this field. He said you would take one cell and put it in a culture or dish and every 10 hours it regenerates or it, I guess it splits and every two hours. I mean every 10 hours it splits. So in 10 hours you then have two and then in 20 hours you have four in in uh 30 hours you have eight and so by the end of a week you have like a million or something you have mm -hmm. a lot mm -hmm. so they're all actually identical to each other each cell is identical because it's just splitting mm -hmm. and so they then took the cells and they put them in three different dishes with three different um environments or three different types of um thing in each dish so one set of cells became muscle cells one set of cells became fat cells and then one set of cells i just think became some type of tissue and so what they found from that is based on the environment is what the cell would become so that kind of throws out all of the research or the the belief system that our genetics is what controls our health that basically it's the environment okay that is controlling that health and so he was saying in this case the environment that the cells were being put in is very similar to blood it was a synthetic version of blood and they just put the synthetic different types of blood in each culture and so the um takeaway from that is that our cells are in our blood 
right? Mm -hmm. Our blood is the environment of ourselves. And so what controls our environment is our thoughts. So our thoughts will tell our brain what kind of chemical to produce. And then our brain will produce that in our blood. And then that's the environment that our cells in. So you take that and then you think about if you're thinking great thoughts, you know, your brain is producing like dopamine and, mm -hmm. you know, I, look, I don't even know, all, but no, nor from, I'm not even going to try to say the words right now, <laughs> <laughs> but it's five chemicals that are produced when you're in a loving, happy state and your brain will produce these chemicals in your body and then your um, blood will respond and your cells will respond in a certain way. By the same token, if you're thinking stress thoughts, you're having stress, then your body starts producing all kinds of chemicals that are negative, mm -hmm. that produces a negative um, chemical composition in our body. And so um, he gave a great example. I, I really love this example, and I hope I can do it justice. Um, so he was saying that, that we all have bacteria. We have like millions of bacteria in our bodies, good and bad bacteria. And our bodies can fight off the bad bacteria. Like we have everything we need to fight it off. Um, so typically if you're in a good state of mind, the, your environment of your blood is in a good, healthy, happy place, it's easy to fight off those bacteria. But when it's not, then not so much. And so he was saying, um, imagine if you have a bacteria in your body, um, let's say it's producing, maybe it's trying to make you have the flu, for example. So all the energy of your body will go towards fighting off this bacteria, which is why you become tired, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's where all the energy of your body is going. But let's say if you are being chased by a saber-toothed lion or a tiger, so now either all your energy is going to go towards running from that tiger or it's going to go towards fighting off that flu. Which one do you think it's going to do? Run from the tiger. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're going to run from the tiger. And um, so the flu is not that whole bacteria. That's going to do what it's going to do mm -hmm. because you're putting all your energy in running from the tiger. And so he's saying it's that fight or flight response that your body puts all of its energy towards that. So when you're in a state of stress, your body is in that mode. It's putting all of its energy over there and it's not putting its energy on that flu bacteria, which is going to allow that flu to exist mm -hmm. um, or allow whatever that disease is to exist. That's very, very interesting and um, that you said that and I definitely believe in it because I was in that state in um, um, not too long ago and had gotten sick and, um, and just recently come home um, and emotionally drained, um, kind of depressed and a whole lot of things kind of just mushroomed into that and I couldn't get well. Um, I simply had, I didn't know what it was at the time. I had a, um, a upper respiratory infection and got the medications, but I still wasn't getting well. And on top of it, in the midst of all of that, being stressed out from other things that had, um, that had happened and had occurred, 
I was spiraling down because then I had another ailment on top of that and then another one and my blood pressure I never had blood pressure problems I'm like what is going on and I never could feel better all I wanted to do was lay in my bed I didn't want to get up I didn't want to eat I didn't want to talk to them I didn't want to do anything and I really felt like I was spiraling down and it was stress in the middle of that until I decided um, I'm not gonna do this anymore you know, this is too much. I don't, I don't get sick like this. Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting when I changed and wanted to feel better and wanted to do better, my body reacted mm -hmm. to it. And I instantly, it still took me a little bit because I did have some ailments, but I started to feel better, you know, instantly from a mental standpoint because I changed my thought process like no I'm not staying here anymore that's when I went straight into deciding and I was in that good place that I'm gonna start working out every single day mm -hmm. and I did it without a thought I didn't stop and think about it I what I thought about it was that I am not gonna be taking these pills every single day <laughs> mm -hmm. so um, I'm going to the track I went to the track and still go to the track almost every day I don't have to take those pills anymore, but that was a decision that I wanted to make. And I made, I took the action right there when I was in that good place and released that stress in, I feel a whole lot better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, um, I love that you did that. And I said, I was going to do the same thing. That's what I said as it, <laughs> as it relates to my knee. And so, um, like, I feel like I have to run every day, and if I don't, it's a problem. Okay. And so, because of the whole knee issue, I haven't been able to run, so it's a problem. problem. <laughs> <laughs> and I know people probably won't understand, like, how much of a problem that is for me to not be able to run, but it's, it's a problem. And, of course, by me labeling it as it's that, a problem. then it's a problem. <laughs> it's a problem, and so... Even being aware that, okay, well, I need to change my thinking. I need to put new energy out there. I need to see myself, you know, running marathons and that type of thing. Every time I start trying to run and I can't, then I get frustrated and it's just the same process all over again. And so what I did was I created a focus wheel for my knee. And so with the focus wheel, it helps me keep my mind on my knee being well and I'm able to just so are you familiar with a focus wheel I think mm -hmm. I might have, yeah yep. so but basically I make just I just draw a circle on a page and I put spikes on it like a bicycle wheel and in the center um I wish I had it in front of me which I don't but in the center I put something like I run effortlessly and you know something like that and then on each spoke i put something different like you know my legs are healthy and strong i run um miles and miles and i enjoy the sound of the pitter patter of my feet mm -hmm. i you know love the feel of the wind on my face and so it's, i just go around the wheel and that allows me to focus my energy my good energy on my knee so that's what i've been doing and hopefully um the next time i have a conversation with you about my knee, it'll just be me saying, yeah, I'm about to run the marathon. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So I hope to be able to do what you did. Because like you said, you made a decision. You just decided and then you acted on it and everything um, 
your body healed and mm-hmm. you know so yeah surprised I really really surprised myself um to um to just be able to do it and then just the results from it so quickly just motivated me just even more and I'm like I could have did this a long time ago mm-hmm. you know but um it definitely it makes a difference and with exercising you know it definitely is a stress reliever mm-hmm. um and with so much it gives you a lot of energy um and um I'm just enjoying it so hopefully I can <laughs> hold on to that yeah, you will just keep envisioning it you can do that and um, yeah, make sure I'm doing my focus well. I'm gonna need some help with that. <laughs> so, but yeah, I um, remember reading this quote not too long ago, really, and it said that it said something to the effect of when, like, you want to meditate every day for 15 minutes, mm-hmm. and it said. But when you don't have a lot of time and you're stressed, um, then you need to meditate for an hour. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was so funny. <laughs> when you say you don't have a lot of time. Right. Okay. You don't, when, you don't, when you're stressed and you don't have a lot of time and you're busy, then you need to meditate for an hour. Okay. Yeah. And, and I really like that because that's so true. It's like um, when we're stressed, or for me, I can say for sure, when I'm stressed or things aren't going my way, then I'm not going to meditate. I'm not going to take my <laughs> quiet time. When that's the time uh, you to need to it. up it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you need to do it more. And it will help your life to calm itself right on down. Mm-hmm. So uh, definitely understanding how stress can affect our body in so many negative ways. But we have the power to be able to decide to change that. Um, by um, taking better care of ourselves and I read the story that you were mentioning regarding the stem cells was just so interesting I mean it was very intriguing and we could, I would really love to continue to keep hearing that um, where how our own bodies can heal our own self mm-hmm. you know and um, that's a powerful thing and that's it's the environment that's within us Mm -hmm. you know when we think about environment we're thinking about like our surroundings but we have an environment that's within Mm -hmm. us as well that creates stress that creates happiness so i would encourage our our listeners to um release the stress and understanding that your body is and carries in an environment within itself and the exercising and eating well and being able to um, know your body and releasing that stress. So until next time, this is Diana. And this is our vet. Bye. Bye. And by the way, I have a free gift for you. Check out my website at www.ourvetmclean.com. That's A-R-V as in Victor, A-T-M-C-C-L-A-I-N-E com for your free gift and to find more goodies to help you create the life that you would absolutely love.